0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It is officially Canelo Alvarez fight week. That's right. Canelo is fighting John Ryder this weekend in Mexico. It's a homecoming for Canelo. So it's going to be uh, exciting for the fans down there. It's going to be a real fun fan atmosphere. And uh, I know a lot of you guys are looking forward to it. Look, Canelo Alvarez is the face of boxing. Doesn't really matter who he fights. When he does fight, it's an event. And the fact that this is a homecoming and everything else, um, I think it's going to make for a very, very fun atmosphere uh, that's going to come through the screen when you watch the broadcast. So uh, we'll talk about this real quick, um, give you guys my thoughts, and I also want to bring up a couple other things. So first and foremost, uh, the unfortunate part is that this is a pay-per-view fight. And two weeks ago, there was another pay-per-view fight, Ryan Garcia versus Gervonta Davis. Uh, So within a span of two weeks... You guys, fight fans, being asked to fork over, I don't know, 150 some odd dollars. I'm trying to do the math real quick in my head for these two pay per views. Um, and in this case, you know, uh, you're paying what over $200 a year for the Zone subscription, and then you're having to uh, buy Canelo Alvarez fights on top of that. The two times he fights a year, their pay per view. So I, I posted a tweet today, and I want to. Uh, share this with you guys. I'll pull it up real quick on the screen. But uh, I posted this tweet and I wanted to share it here. And um, the reason why I posted this, well, let me read it first. Um, I, I quote tweeted a tweet that I posted back last October. Okay. So you're going back now about six months. Okay. Last October. In fact, it was October 29. 2022 so it was my daughter was six days old when i posted this tweet and i said um it's crazy to me that davis garcia is seen by so many as this huge pay-per-view fight says a lot about this era in my opinion if we're being honest in the 90s it would have been a proving ground fight between two rising but largely unproven contenders at best would have been an hbo boxing after dark headliner so I quote tweeted that today, and um, literally today I uh, posted this about Canelo Ryder with a picture of the the fight poster. I said, same energy. In the 90s to 2000s, Canelo Ryder would be on HBO World Championship Boxing, like many of Pernell, Oscar, Roy, and B-Hop's title defenses. Yet in 2023, it's a pay-per-view. I don't make these posts to bash the fighters. I'm merely pointing out how much the sport has changed over the last 20 to 30 years. So the tweet from last October, you go back a couple weeks, a couple weeks ago when the Davis Garcia fight took place, there was one asshole who um, screenshot that tweet because I've blocked him. And posted it on his Twitter two weeks ago during fight week, completely presenting it out of context. When I tweeted it six months ago, and um, him and a sea of who I call the cult, uh, which includes Tank Davis fanboys, Al Heyman fanboys and fanagers, but also also yes men in the media who suck at the power teat to keep access, uh, desperately clinging. to to the last job some of these people will ever have in the business. So anyway, I I I, I wanted to share this with you guys because I've noticed that there's been zero response to this Canelo Ryder tweet from the Colt. Zero. None of them have brought it up. Everybody was triggered about this tweet from six months ago relating to the accomplishments of Davis and Garcia and how uh, fighters, and I called them contenders because at 135 and 140, the champions are Devin Haney and Josh Taylor, um, among other reasons. And uh, anyway, I, I I still feel that in the 1990s, that type of matchup we saw on HBO, um, Boxing After Dark, all the time. There are plenty of examples I could bring up. Now, as it really relates to Canelo Ryder, uh, there are a lot of times where the face of boxing, be it Oscar de La Jolla, Roy Jones, whoever had title defenses on regular HBO world championship boxing, particularly when they were seen as, you know, mismatches and mandatories and that sort of thing. They did have pay-per-views obviously, uh, but fights like this Canelo Ryder, generally speaking, were on regular HBO. So anyway, I wanted to bring that up, uh, not only to expose the hypocrisy of the cult and, um, just how fake and fraudulent all those people are, but to bring up, bring it home that, look, I'm being consistent here, okay? Um, do I think this is a pay-per-view worthy fight? No. Am I going to buy it? No. Did I buy Davis Garcia? No. I haven't bought a pay-per-view in a while. and I'm not going to buy one until I feel, until I can look at it and be like, you know, this would have been a pay-per-view in 1992. This would have been a pay-per-view 30 some odd years ago. When I can say that, I will buy the pay-per-view. Anyway, having said all of that, I know a lot of you are upset about having to buy another pay-per-view just two weeks after you bought one um, on Showtime or DAZN, wherever you bought uh, Davis Garcia. I got to ask you guys a few questions because a lot of people are bitching about this fight being a pay-per-view and I get it. Okay. I'm with you, but let me ask you a few questions. Number one, is Canelo Alvarez more proven than Tank Davis. Question number two Is John Ryder more proven than Ryan Garcia? Question number three Will Canelo Ryder in the end be a more competitive fight than Davis Garcia was? When I say competitive, I mean will it go more than the seven rounds? I think, yeah, it was it was seven rounds, the seventh round that, that Davis stopped Garcia. Dropped him twice, stopped him. Garcia won the first round, and that was it. Maybe you can give him one other round if you're being generous. Um, so in terms of rounds, I'm not just talking about rounds one. I'm talking about actually the under-over. Will Canelo Ryder go more than seven rounds and, and be more competitive in that um, – Ryder doesn't get beat up as badly as Garcia got beat up. What are the answers to those questions for you guys? And does it change your opinion about the value of this particular pay per view versus the one from a couple of weeks ago? And I'm not telling you my answers. I'm not. T- there's no right or wrong answers. These are just interesting questions that I think uh, maybe some people are overlooking. Okay. Um, now I'm again not saying this is a pay per view worthy fight. All I'm saying is, is Canelo more proven than Tank? Is he a bigger star than Tank and more proven as far as his quality of opposition? Is John Ryder more proven than Ryan Garcia? Obviously, nowhere near as popular, but is he more proven in the ring? And will this fight be more competitive? Will it go more rounds than uh, Davis Garcia went? So anyway, those three questions, want to put those out there and just see if that changes – your viewpoint of this particular matchup. So let's talk about it, man. Um, look, a lot of people, obviously Canelo is a massive favorite here. Not only is Canelo just on another level in terms of his boxing ability and and experience against the elite and all that, but it's in Mexico and you got to figure that there's no way in hell John Roger would ever get a decision in Mexico. He'd have to win 10 rounds to get a draw. I'm not saying that to say it's, it's shady or anything like that, but I'm just saying it is what it is. Right. Okay. Uh, Canelo, it's hard to win a decision against Canelo. It's, it's pretty hard. Uh, So, um, Ryder should be the underdog, right? Okay. Forget about where the fight is. It does if these two are fighting on the moon, (laughs) if these two are fighting at John Ryder's backyard, Canelo would still be the massive favorite. Okay. Let me make that very, very clear. However, however, I do think a lot of fans, particularly American fans, are really undervaluing John Ryder's worth as a fighter. He's a proven, what I would call, and I mean this respectfully, okay, a proven, solid, B-level prize fighter. When I say B-level, that's not an insult, okay? Not everyone's A-level. Not everyone's at the elite level. There's very, very few. But there are different, there's obviously different levels to this game, but every level has levels to it, right? John Ryder is one of those guys that anytime he steps up and fights the elite, probably going to come short. He's probably going to come short. But against anybody else on any particular night, he can give them hell. And um, he's going to always, always, always give it 100%. That's what we know about him. He's improved in recent years. So I actually think he's going to give Canelo a more competitive fight, a more spirited competitive fight than some people think. Because I, I see tweets, you know, people say, "Oh, this is going to be a second, third round knockout." But it, it, look, who knows? It could be. It could be. But that's not what I see. That's not what I. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if that happened. But that's not my prediction. That's not what I think is going to happen. I've been following Canelo's career for a very, very long time. I have covered so many of his fights. I've been to so many of them, ringside, and even the ones that I covered remotely. Um, you know, I've just I've paid a lot of attention to him, right? He's been the, the star of this generation, the premier attraction. This fight kind of I think it's gonna have the same kind of vibe and ebb and flow, or lack thereof, maybe of Canelo's fight with Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Now, what makes me say that? Um, First of all, Ryder is probably better than Chavez Jr. ever was, particularly at at this weight, at 168. I should mention, this is for the Undisputed Super Middleweight Championship. Um, But if you guys remember, when Canelo fought Chavez, that basically was a long commercial for his fight with Golovkin. Remember, his first fight. Gennady Golovkin was there in Vegas that weekend. Um, he, he he flew in. He made an appearance in the ring after uh, Canelo beat Chavez, and they announced that the two of them were going to fight. It was this big, big ordeal. A lot of people thought that Canelo was absolutely going to beat the brakes off of Chavez, but he never quite went for broke. He kind of would pull back. he land some combinations and then pull back. Now, why did he do that? It went all 12 with Chavez. Chavez didn't win a round, but it went all 12. And Chavez was competitive enough to stick in there and land a few punches and, you know, just give Canelo a little bit to think about. But Canelo never really pushed on a gas pedal. He did just enough. Why? Because he didn't want to screw up his fight with Golovkin in a career-high payday, which ended up becoming three career-high paydays. Uh, you know, with their fight series. So he didn't want to screw that up. He didn't want to get injured. He didn't want to get cut. He didn't want to walk into a stupid shot and it just ruins everything. Cause we've seen that kind of stuff happen before in boxing. In fact, we've seen it happen countless times. So he played it kind of safe. I expect a similar kind of performance here. It's not going to be exactly the same. Canelo, has FU money, he has generational wealth, his grandkids' grandkids will have some of his purses, uh, the money from, from his purses. So he's good financially, okay? Um, he He's not gonna have another big payday on the horizon like a, a Golovkin. Like, that ship's probably sailed. But there is big business later this year, whether it be a rematch with Dimitri Bivol at 168, which is a big fight at 168. Do I want to see the rematch at 175? Absolutely not. But at that 168, that's a really interesting fight, man. That's a big one. And Canelo really wants to avenge that loss. Dimitri Bivol is the only guy to decisively beat Canelo Alvarez in his prime as a fighter at a, at a, a comfortable weight for him. Although, I mean, it was too heavy. At 175, but what I'm saying is he wasn't drained. Okay. Uh, Dimitri Bivol is the only guy to decisively dominate Canelo. The only other guy was Floyd, but Canelo was 23 years old and drained. Very, very green still. Okay. I don't care what the sanctioning organization said. Very, very green still at that point. Nowhere near the fighter he is today. So for Bivel to do that to Canelo, this Canelo, the guy who was rated pound for pound number one, he was nowhere near pound for pound number one when Floyd fought him. For for Bivel to do that to this Canelo, Canelo would love to avenge that loss. I don't think he wants to risk anything going in there against Ryder. So I don't think he's going to take any stupid chances uh, where he could potentially get injured He has been nursing injuries recently. What he said uh, against Bevo, was it a shoulder injury, an elbow injury? I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, he claimed that he was injured in that fight. I know he's been nursing a knee injury for several years, right? So his body's breaking down a little bit. So I mentioned all this, guys, because I just think that it's – I don't know what the over-under is for this fight uh, between Canelo and Ryder. But if it's a reasonable – over, under, if it's seven, eight rounds, man, you might want to bet the over. And if you could find, um, a site or whatever that will let you just bet on if the fight goes the distance. Okay. Like you could either bet the over under, or maybe you could just bet that the fight goes the distance. If you're getting really good odds for that, you might want to throw some money down. Um, cause everyone's expecting Canelo by knockout. Everyone's going to you know, a lot of people are going to bet the under, Or they're going to bet Canelo knockout, right? Um, Whether it be early rounds, mid rounds, whatever. But the value, and again, I don't know what the odds are and all that stuff, but I'm assuming the value here, the play here is the over under or whether it goes all 12. And, And you can find sites that will let you bet on that. It doesn't even matter who wins. It's just that the fight goes all 12. Uh, I don't know a Canelo by decision. I don't know what the, what those odds are, but you might that might be a smart play too. Just take Canelo by decision. Uh so you you can do a couple interesting things here with gambling on this fight that um there may be some underrated value there that people might be overlooking. Just want to put that out there. I'm not a gambling man. I'm not a, I'm not someone who gambles, but um if I <clears throat> if I were that's probably how I'd bet on this fight. Okay, so um, obviously I expect Canelo to win. I think it's going to go past the seventh round. I think it's actually going to go longer than that Davis-Garcia fight. It wouldn't surprise me if it goes into the championship rounds. It wouldn't surprise me if it goes the distance. It could be a 120-108 shutout win for Canelo. Don't be surprised if that happens. At the same time, Canelo on the surface if he's at his absolute best and he really was injured and impaired against Bivel, it wasn't hundred percent against Golovkin in their third fight. Uh, then, you know, maybe he does stop Ryder again. That wouldn't surprise me at all, but I would, I, I wouldn't be surprised equally if it goes the distance. That's just the way I see it guys. Okay. Uh, I hope that regardless of how it all plays out, I hope we get a fun show. Um, and you guys enjoy it? And I hope Canelo fights a legitimate top challenge when he fights in September. And I hope it's Dimitri Bivol for a second time at 168. I hope it's in Vegas. Maybe I could come out for that one. You know, I haven't been to a big Vegas fight in a while, kind of overdue. That might be one i come check out in person because I think if it happened, Bivol would be drained enough to where it would make that fight very competitive on paper because you just don't know how Bivol would look. He needs a lot of energy and needs to throw a lot of straight hard punches to keep Canelo at bay. So at 168, that might be tough for him. But what I really like about that matchup is it gives Dimitri Bivol the opportunity to go for history. If he were to beat Canelo in the rematch at 168, he's undisputed super middleweight champion. And then he could go back up to light heavyweight and fight Artur Biev for the undisputed light heavyweight championship. At the same time, if Canelo avenges his loss and beats Dimitri Bevil, you know, I talked about how dominant that loss was. If Canelo can reverse that, it really, really reestablishes him as the face of boxing, and he's still the premier attraction in this in this era at that point. And um he'd be able to kind of write his own ticket for the next year or so, you know, so it, it's an interesting matchup. Um if it doesn't happen, then I'd like to see Canelo fight somebody like David Benavides. I don't think that fight will happen, um, but I'd be interested in to see it. I'd love to see it. Okay, guys, that's it for, uh, for this video for this week. Enjoy the fight. We'll talk soon. I'll see you guys later. Peace.